Welcome to the Life and Times podcast with your host Lloyd Phillips. This is a podcast that's put on for the people, by the people, of the people. I, to be honest, I think I'm the only people. It's all. It's really just going to be me, probably, and uh, occasionally maybe some other people, but. Welcome back to the Life and Times podcast. I'm your host, Lloyd Phillips. And, uh, you know, we'll get to our episode right after a word from our sponsors. Boxing Bear Print Company. You can reach them at BoxingBear.com. Boxing Bear is an independent art studio and print company located in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Since 2011, the studio has stocked alternative art prints and paintings for its loyal customers and friends. And right now, if you subscribe to their mailing list, you can get 20% off. I mean, I'd go hit them up. As a matter of fact, these guys made my infamous podcast logo, which I'm still very much appreciative of. So go check them out at boxingbear.com. Our next sponsor is The Cookie Barn. You can reach them at thecookiebarnwaco.com. So they're an online cookie company, and they have a pickup location, and they'll deliver locally in the Waco, Texas area, but they also ship nationwide. So you can order for birthdays, anniversaries, reunions, showers, or just really any occasion, uh, or just enjoy them yourself. So they specialize in company and client relations, and they have discount pricing. So let your clients know and your customers know that you're thinking about them, and you appreciate their business. Also, with every purchase, you'll be satisfied knowing that you're supporting an amazing nonprofit organization and they help foster and adoptive families. So a portion of every purchase goes towards e1a.org. Encourage one another, thecookiebarnwaco.com. Welcome back to the show. Uh, Look, I'm Lloyd Phillips. I'm your host, of course. I'm here every week. Uh, And if you didn't note last week, we're officially in year two, by the way. I I appreciate everybody uh, who's still hanging in there. Am I exciting? I don't know, man. Am I Joe Rogan? No. Am I anybody who's famous? No. But, uh, you know, you're listening. So, uh, look, it it was a good week. I spent this last week, uh, if you didn't know from the last week, from the previous week's title, I got kicked out of church camp. I think, is that how I worded it? I don't remember. Uh, Really what I was doing as I was trying to... um, Look to the future, assuming I would get church, I would get kicked out of church camp. That's what I thought. Now, I didn't like go over the top. To be honest, if you really want to do something, you you can achieve it very easily. I'm sure there's numerous things I could have done to get actually get kicked out. But I was expecting to get kicked out by, you know, stealing a golf cart. So this place is at Falls Creek. This is where it's at. It's a Falls Creek church camp, and uh, the staff, I don't know, man. There's like 100 golf carts. So, you know, actually what I was trying to do was every golf cart I passed, I was looking for the keys. No keys. Because were there keys in these golf carts? 
I would have stole them a hundred percent. It started like this. Uh, so you pull in. It's around Davis, Oklahoma, Turner Falls. It's in Turner Falls, Oklahoma, at least in the area. It, it, you know, if you're familiar. So you pull up. Uh, you, uh, it's it's up on top of the hill from where the highway's at. At least that's what it feels like. And, uh, you know, you pull in. It's this infamous Falls Creek thing. So when we pulled in, like, I 100%, I'm like, you know, I'm wilder than, I'm wild, wilder, I'm wilder. My name is Laura Ingalls Wilder. I'm wilder than regular kids. As an adult, I still am. And um, so I thought, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do some pranks. I'll do some things. And if they don't like it, if they send me home, great. It's better podcast later. Well, I didn't get sent home. But it is true that every day I passed a golf cart, I started looking to see if the key was in it because I was going to take it. I mean, that was the thing that I had proclaimed I was going to do, and I, I assumed that that's what I would do. They must, like, get a life lesson. Uh, the the staff the staff must get a life lesson before they even go out whatever you do you better take your golf cart keys and if they take your golf cart you're fired that's the only thing i can assume because every golf cart and i assume i assure you i looked in uh, numerous golf carts i was gonna take them and be proud of myself possibly get kicked out of uh church camp which uh, which once again would have made a better story there was not one single golf cart with a key in it, not one, not a golf cart. Now, n- now let me backtrack from that story. So I show up. Uh, I don't, I don't know how I think I'm going to get there, uh, but they rented some school buses from a local school district. So the school buses, uh, it automatically made me think about childhood and. You know the horrors of riding a school bus? I've ridden school buses all over. You know, three hours at a time. I don't recall four, but three hours at a time. You would ride. The school bus, if it was summertime, the air conditioner didn't work. Uh, The heater may have worked, but you're usually freezing. And uh, if it were summertime with no air conditioning, you would roll the windows down. So it was hot no matter what. So we get on the bus. It's blazing hot already. The humidity is un- unbelievable. And so we get on, and I'm riding down. we got to ride three hours, but we're going to stop halfway. Now, side note, side note to this whole story. This makes me laugh. And I've talked about uh, before on the podcast where elementary school, they're like, on Fridays, it's pop day. Bring you 50 cents. Bring you 50 cents, and you can get a pop on pop Fridays. And they're like, that... <laughs> The whole week, they would hold you to being good. So on Fridays, quotation fingers, for those of you not watching, for quotation fingers, on Fridays, you got to get a cherry Coke. If you were good all week, 50 cents. Bring your 50 cents for your cherry Coke. That's how I felt like, you know, going to church camp. Uh, That's what I felt like. So, uh, you know, I show up, the bus is hot, ride there three. Oh, I got sidetracked. I, I apologize. I got, I got sidetracked by the, cause I got worked up by the cherry Coke. So uh, an hour and a half there, we stopped and had a pizza party. Look at this. Another one. Do you remember in elementary school, uh, when your class was good for 18 straight weeks 
if your class is good for 18 straight weeks, we're going to have a pizza party. You know, and that's the thing. I, I, where I grew up, what do you got, 20 kids in class? They bought three pizzas, maybe four, I don't know, whatever it was. Four pizzas. If you're good for 18 weeks, they would spend, let's, let's assume for the sake of this podcast, let's assume that they were going to spend $25. They bought five pizzas at Little Caesars for $25, and you had a pizza party because you're good for 18 weeks. You know, the incentive to be good for 18 weeks is, honestly, it's it's, it's like over-the-top absurd. You th- Think about what school officials do to little kids. I'm like, hey, listen, let me tell you, let me tell you something here, little kid. Uh, if you're good... For 18 straight weeks, I'm going to buy you the best Little Caesars pizza money can buy. It's unbelievable, right? That's how I felt. So we drove an hour and a half for the pizza party halfway. And we all got two pieces, two slices. Filled us up with those two slices. Look, I, I say that to be silly, but if I'm just being honest... I didn't want to eat any more than two pieces because my bus was 118 degrees and there was like 50 kids on there. And the other 50 kids knew that the bus was 197 degrees and nobody wanted to eat that much. You know, it's fine. It doesn't matter. I'm not mouthing the church. I'm just saying I don't want to ride the bus. It was hot. I actually asked to not ride the bus uh, before we got there. I asked that. I'm like, hey, uh, do I have to ride the bus? I just, can I just meet you at five is what I said. He's like, no, you got to ride the bus, man. You got to ride the bus. And I'm like, okay, thank, thanks, Bobby. Uh, so look, look, I, I, anonymity here, right? I didn't, I didn't say his real name. I called him Bobby, um, with an R. That's his real name. So, uh, so anyway, that's what it said. So we stopped halfway for a pizza party, which, by the way, we didn't have to do 18 weeks of uh, being good before it happened. And then we get there. Now, because uh, I think I backtracked. So we, like, pull in. It's remind me of the military days, by the way. Uh, the military straight up, right? That you, you show up, they're going to tell you when to eat, what you're going to do, you're going to get on this bus, don't talk, don't do this, don't do that, don't do this. So we pull up at the location. It's like boot camp. Pull up, go in, stand there until we're ready for you, until you're ready, until, um, excuse me, until we're ready to give you your bunks. You stand here in a circle. It was all weird. It, it was like militaristic. Now, P.S., the place was great. I'm going to say that as I continue to talk about it so you don't judge me or assume I hated the place. I didn't hate it. I'm saying the the start of the place was like being in the military. I get on a bus I don't want to get on. The bus is hot. We pull over halfway. We eat pizza. Yeah, I look, I could take or, or leave pizza. Was it fine? Yeah, it was fine for all the two pieces I, I had eaten that day. It was great. Then we get there. And then we stand around. I have summarized at this point. So now they're like, okay, go ahead and go to your bunks. So I went to my dorm. And this building, for the sake of, for visual, uh, uh, you know, mental visual purposes, there were four dorms, let's call that. Four dorms. So they're like, yeah, go uh, get your bed. I walked in. I saw the racks, once again, military-minded. I'm like, oh, my gosh. So this is like every barracks you've ever walked into. And uh, the they were not mattresses. They were pads. 
They were like six inch pads, maybe four, four to six inch pads, not mattresses. So it just, it, it looked like, yeah, like I was going to have mental problems. Now, what you don't know is I brought a fan. I brought a box fan. I rigged up with bungee cords, the box fan. So I lay there and, uh, and I knew once I rigged that up and I put the sheets in, the sheets felt great. By the way, I went and bought some bamboo sheets at Tuesday morning, not a sponsor, but, uh, you know, you may want to check it out. So I go there. It was great. The box fan was on I'm like, Oh, I'm going to sleep. It's going to be the most comfortable. And it was awesome. The only problem is, is I was sitting in a room with like 30 high school kids. I knew there was going to be maybe some feet smells, maybe some underwear smells, maybe some some extra stuff, like some gross stuff. Like I, I had already prepared for that mentally. I'll get to that, right? So this is my whole week. So I'm telling you. So we, so we go to the functions. We go to the services. It was all more than I wanted. Uh, I'd like to completely do my own thing because that's what I like to personally do. Uh, but the place was okay. The kids were great. Uh, the place didn't smell as much as I thought. My bed was comfortable. That's it. End of story. I mean, I, I basically could end the story for everybody who's like, uh, uh, church camp week. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, there's a lot of things, man. There's a lot of general, general, <laughs> there's a lot of, um, generational things that's happened. A lot of generational speaking that week. And, um, it was good. It was a good week. I came home. I made it. It was awesome. Made a lot of friends. A lot of people changed their lives. It's great. As far as that went, it was awesome. It was awesome. Um, what I learned about myself this week, you know, before I move on, what did I learn about myself this week? I got to work on myself. Uh, I, <laughs> because I'll tell you why. Some look, some people have problems. Some people have real problems. And, uh, and I hope they work them out. I just, I think, I, I think I'm immature in that way. Spiritually, spiritually. I think I'm immature because, um, some people have problems that I don't think are problems for me. Like they're not personal problems for me. So like when I hear them, I'm like, bro, you got to get over yourself. Like, this is unbelievable. That's what I think. I don't say it out loud. I'm a church camp. I'm a church camp. I don't say it out loud. I'm just saying in my head, I'm like, bro, get over yourself. You're fine. I mean, you're fine. These aren't even adult problems. You're going to live, I guess what, in your world in three weeks, you're fine. To not get specific. That's just how I feel about a lot of stuff. I mean, is that good of me to feel that way? No, probably not. Ah, work on me, right? Uh, pray for me. That, that, that's a, I'm just saying that that's how I feel about things that don't matter to me. <laughs> that don't matter to me. Doesn't mean it doesn't matter to people. I'm saying like for me, and so I, I got a different worldview. So I'm like, it could be because I'm older, little kid. You know, they're kids. They're young to me. Like they're they're less than half my age. So, so you know, maybe I'm not forgive. Uh, not for, that's not the right word. Maybe I'm not as sympathetic as I should be. But loved every minute. Side note. Side note. Don't don't be judging based off what I just said. That was a great week. Loved everybody there. It was fun. It was awesome. Uh, would I do it again? Yeah, for sure. And here's the thing about this place. And I'm really just giving this podcast for anybody that was there because they're going to know. And I apologize for anybody that is not in the know for a place called Falls Creek. There's so many different activities there. You can go swimming. You can go ziplining. 
a side note, okay? So I went to go swimming one day, and everybody's hurt. If you listen to this podcast, you already know. I'm a little overweight. I'm a little chubby, right? You've heard me say that numerous times. So I'm like looking where the lake is. Turns out, just to summarize this part, the zip line goes over the top of the lake. I didn't know that. I'm looking for the lake. So I pass a certain area, and and I hear a kid say, is the zip line open? Me not knowing that that was the zip line that I was looking at. And he's like, yeah. And then he put a rope in front of the kid, meaning it's open, but you got to wait your turn. So I got behind the kid because I heard this individual say it's open, so I got behind him. So I'm like, yeah, it's going to be cool. I'm going to zip line. It's going to be awesome. So I, so I get in line. And the very first rule, the very number one first rule said, uh, weight limit, 75 to 250. Well, I've already told everybody I'm chubby. I weigh more than 250. Okay? Now, this is all this is all split-second reading. So I'm reading it between 75 and 250. I'm like, okay, well, you know, daddy may be a little slight uh, above that. That's what, that's what I was thinking to myself. But I'm like, I don't know. Is there... Uh, is there a scale? Now, remember, I'm those thoughts occurred as I'm reading the rules. I have not surveyed the area. So I read it, and I glance over 10 feet, and I see a scale. But it's not like a scale that you stand on that's flat in your bathroom. It, you know, it's the, like the pro scales. The one that you stand on that also reads your height. It's like four or five feet in height, the scale itself. Uh, where you got to slide the thing from memory. I think it says 50, 100, 150, 200, 250, 300. That kind of pro scale, that's what they had. So I glanced over, saw the scale, and I'm like, if I walk up, if I say, hey, bro, let me go across the zip line, um, it wasn't going to happen. I guarantee it wasn't going to happen because I already look like I'm halfway there. I, look, I already told you I weigh 270. You can't hide it. When you weigh that much, you can't hide it. They were going to look at me and be like, uh, sir, would you please hop in the scale? I know that's what they were going to say, and I knew it. And I didn't want to, like, deal with that kind of a, uh, a humiliation. To be honest, like, would I really have been humiliated? No. I already knew I weighed more than that. I just was hoping to scam it. But then I thought, well, if that's a weight limit, knowing that there's a built-in safety factor, knowing I probably actually could have ziplined, it would have been fine. You know, but what if, what if there was no built-in safety factor for that place? And they're like, no, for real, 250 is the max. 255, you'll snap that cord. What if that were a thing, right? So I didn't know. I waited to like 270. I'm like, nah, I better, uh, I better walk, <laughs> walk to the bottom. It was like a walk of shame. I mean, it really was. It, it really was. It really was a walk of shame because, um, now here, I'm just a regular guy. I think I'm on a zip line, fancy, uh, a fancy church camp, love the place. Now, like, they hurt my feelings. And here, uh, let me get to the next bit. So I, well, I like walk by, I walk down, I walk down to the lake. And, and you were to go swimming. Another, like, chubby thing. Like, the church camp's not for chubby people, people. Listen, if you are above average, chubby, or fat, let's just use the word fat. Let's just use the word. Not to be offensive, but let's use it. If you're fat, you're not swimming at church camp. Not at this one, I guarantee it. So I walk down to the lake. There's, like, at the lake, you cannot... By the way, I was a rescue swimmer in the Marine Corps. Side note, I'm just telling you because I was. 
for the sake of the story. And I was a lifeguard for a few years of my life. And I go to this lifeguard who's like 20 years old who's like, he he thinks he's David Hasselhoff. And, and I'm standing in line. There's like 15 life jackets on the ground, smalls. What kind of... Uh, Anybody over eighth grade wears a small life jacket, like for four-year-olds. There was like 15 of them on the ground. So I couldn't actually get in the water because they would not allow you to get in the water at church camp if you didn't have a life jacket. So I'm like standing there in line, halfway annoyed. I'm looking at this kid who thinks he's a fake David Hasselhoff, and uh, and I can't get in. So I literally am sitting there. I'm waiting for a check. It sounds rude, but I'm just saying for the sake of this. I'm waiting for... I'm going to use harsh words. I'm waiting for a fat kid to get out of the pool so I can take his life jacket. Now, here, here's the heart. Here's the part where it gets real harsh. You shouldn't use those words. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I'm chubby. Why am I saying I'm chubby? I'm telling you I'm chubby because I'm 41. But if you are 13 and your life jacket fits me or is bigger than me, well, you may want to run some laps, kid. I'm just being honest. So, like, I grabbed this chubby kid, fat kid. I grabbed the fat kid's life jacket. I put it on. And 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 I'm next to get in line. And the uh, lifeguard, uh, David Hasselhoff, uh, he comes up to me, and, he's, and he, like, snugs it up. But the thing is, when I put that life jacket on, it barely fit anyway. He, like, snugged it up where I couldn't breathe. Like, he took my chest air. He took my chest air, and then he took my stomach air and, like, two more straps and pulled as tight as he could. He's like, you're good. <laughs> uh, okay, Dave. Thanks, Dave. Thanks for making me good. What an idiot. So, like, I walked to get in the water, and I had to release it because I couldn't breathe, and I jumped in. I was in there 10 minutes. Yeah, it was colder than I thought. Uh, kids said it was cold. I just acted like they were babies. Turns out it actually was colder than I thought. That's once again, 10 minutes, didn't do anything. I couldn't get on anything. I couldn't get on anything because I outweighed everything. Couldn't get on the slide too big. Couldn't go zip lining too big. Barely got a life jacket too big. And then you got these kids climbing all over this pyramid, they call it. And, uh, one other water toy. There's like a line of kids and, and the adults are, uh, I'm sorry, the live guards, not adults, kids, Lifeguards like four at a time, four at a time. Get up! I look. I just got to be honest. Was was church camp a great experience for me? Was it a great experience? No. Was it was it a good experience? Yeah, it was. For sure, it was a good experience. Was it great? No, because stuff like I just told you. I mean, look. Do you think everybody is a small? I'm not busting out anybody in the dorm I stayed in, but I'm just saying, like, if only the dorm were to go swimming at the church camp, which was consisted of, like, 30 people in an entire church camp of 6,000, not everybody could get in the water at the same time because you didn't have enough life jackets. Now, look, guys, compared to my regular episodes, if you're like, you're pretty hung up on this church camp episode. I am because some things are stupid, but, but by the way, overall it was great. Overall, do, do not, do not, um, misconstrue all these negative things I'm saying out loud. Cause overall it was really awesome. I'm just saying the things that were, uh, pretty suspect. You know, so that's it. So anyway, for the kids, for the kids, there was this thing 
Because you have like this main service where everybody goes to Falls Creek and there's 7,000 people. And then you have the tiny service in your own dorm. I don't know if it's a dorm. I don't know if it's a barracks. I don't know if it's a building. I don't know what to call it. Where we were alone. And uh, during those services, I was a pro wrestler. It was part of the, it was part of the gimmick. Uh, the gimmick was I was a pro wrestler and uh, um, I had this belt, championship belt that I apparently stole, which is actually stupid because I, I, I won it this summer um, from a lady, Carol. Uh, I got cheated. They just gave it to her because it was Carol, which is, you know, whatever. That's a side note. And uh, But I actually won it because I like to win everything I do, uh, no matter what it is. I mean, we could we could throw rocks at my garage door and closest to the garage door wins, and I'd try to win that, and I'd be mad if I, if I lost. That's, that's, that's me. But I, I won this belt before, so that was the premise. Uh, I'm stealing it back, by the way, though it was stolen for me. And, um, every day a kid had to beat me so they could wear the belt for the day. Like that was the gimmick, but because I'm a pro wrestler, aside from all the stuff that you had to do, because I'm a pro wrestler, what I like to do, what every other wrestler likes to do, it involves steel chairs. I like to throw them. I like to hit people with them. You could have hit me with it. It was fine. Nobody did, but you know, I would throw them because that's what you do as a pro wrestler. Well, you know, the uh, head youth group uh, leader, what I call him, Bobby earlier with an R. Uh, Bobby, the first day said nothing. Second day, he didn't say anything. Day three. He's like, hey, uh, listen, I hope you're hearing this, Bobby. Uh, hey, uh, can we not throw the chairs anymore? Because last night when you threw the chair, you put a hole in the wall. Now, listen, I was throwing chairs. I know I'm aware of all the chairs I've thrown. I, I'm aware of all of them. And by the way, side note to the first part of the episode, maybe this is the part I get kicked out for, which would have made for a better uh, podcast. So I'm like, well, hold up. What do you mean? I I threw it. I put a hole in the wall. If I didn't say that, that's what he said. I put a hole in the wall is what you're telling me. He's like, yeah, you put a hole in the wall. It's like, I didn't put a hole in the wall. There's not a hole in the wall. A hundred percent. I didn't put a hole in the wall because I knew the chairs I threw. And he's like, oh, you did. I'll show you later. Like, well, didn't show me later. There's no hole in the wall. I don't care what you say. There's zero hole in the wall. This went on for a couple of days because I forgot like the day after he said it. Yeah, day two, we go up there. Guess what? No hole in the wall. It was a box built around an air conditioning unit inside, not a wall unit. And uh, that had multiple paint chips all over it. And then he showed me a part where the chair supposedly hit it. Maybe it did. It was a round hole. And, and it knocked the paint off. It didn't even dent the wall. It knocked the red paint off. And that's the part that he said I put a hole in the wall, which is ridiculous. So tell me to stop throwing chairs. Well, listen, man, when you're a pro wrestler, you know what kids want you to do when you're a pro wrestler? They want you to throw chairs. And they want the slam they want you to slam chairs, throw chairs. They want ladders. I brought out some ladders by, by the way, also. Uh those are things they want you to do, and they want you to make a scene and throw them and, like, you know, physical. And I'm a physical specimen, as we've noted previous. Yeah, he's got worked up. And so, you know, eventually, he was cool about it because I eventually th threw a couple more chairs. He didn't like it, though. 
Yes, there's that. Uh, listen, I'm 28 minutes into talking about, or 26, whatever the time is, talking about church camp. That, that was my week. Was it a good week? Yeah. Did I tell you all the things that annoy me? Yes, I did. So you may listen and say, oh, he hates church camp. I don't hate church camp. I'm just saying I'm an adult. I don't like kids' problems when I think they're stupid. Uh, uh, side note, kids, I uh, apologize if uh, you're listening. But, you know, I'm just, as an adult thinking, I wouldn't say that to them. I would now if you heard it. Listen, kids, if you heard it, it is what it is. Grow up. Um, but I still got your back. It's just as an adult, I think there's so many other real problems in the world that you you're probably okay for your for your kid problems. <laughs> I, I shouldn't say that. Right now, right now with that one statement, people are mad at me. Like these are kids. You cater to these kids. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I'll live. I'm just saying. Uh, you know, some problems are worse than others. Anyway, great week. 100% a great week. Uh, my own child is really growing up. I was, in the, I was in the same location this whole week with my 12-year-old daughter. She spoke to me like four times the whole week, like four times. It's kind of a weird, uh, weird thing as a dad, and uh, that's where I'm at. You know, but uh, I probably will live. Listen, uh, I appreciate everybody listening to this podcast. I realized it was about church camp. If you don't like that, fine. That was my last week. Uh, did I have to go so heavy with it? No, I could have talked about other stuff, but I didn't. Thanks for listening. Love everybody. Put Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame. Greatest baseball hitter of all time. And really, that's it. And uh, we'll talk to you next week.